Good morning, everyone. Oh, dear. I have a really heavy echo. I wonder if that's going through. Um, good morning, everyone. Uh, my name's Matt. And uh, I'm here with Austin. Uh, hold on. Hold on. No. Oh, hold on. Ah, there you are. There I'm you on. Are. Do you hear an echo? Do I do. Echo? Okay, I do. hold on. Cool. <laughs> Everything's still cool. falling apart in here. Yes, everything. So we are back in our studio after two weeks off of technical fixes, apparently, which as we return here, there's a mic just hanging from the stand. I hear an echo. I don't know what they fix in here, but and our show doesn't queue up on the show, so we're on a different show. Huh. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have an echo today. So I'm sitting in a weird chair. I'm not my normal chair, so I just feel awkward. But it's kind of nice because I see you for the first time uh, since I've we started this, which I guess is cool. Um, yeah. So if you're listening to us right now, um, we're the Dry Spellcast. Uh, it's Wednesday, July twelfth. Uh, 2017. Wow. This is this is our 19th episode of this show. We're almost we almost made it to 20. It's amazing. I know we've almost made. I'm like, so 25 I think is right about when school's starting. Um, so that'll be exciting, I guess. For the next hour or so, we're gonna talk video games and we're gonna try to figure out what this echo is, so we can stop it. Uh, because I don't know if it's coming through there or not. Hello. Yeah, it's like if it's going through the recording. I have no idea. I have no idea. Like, what we hear isn't the recording. I know. I know. I know. So I don't know. I don't know if you guys are out there and you are listening and you can hear this. Why don't you uh, give us a shout out? You can do that on Twitter at DrySpellRadio or DrySpellRadio at gmail.com. Um, one of those things will get in touch with us. Or if you're one of our friends, why don't you uh, go ahead and text us? Because that would be real helpful. Because our friends listen to this. Yeah. Not live. They will watch it later. Some of them listen to it live sometimes. Do they? Oh, they do. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, video games. Let's just get right into it. Have you been playing video games? No. I've played I've some played Overwatch, some, Overwatch some, Siege, some Siege, and I think some PUBG in there somewhere, but I had have had no time, really. Yeah? Yeah. I just, I wake up early, I'm gone all day, from one job to the next, and then I get home, and it's late, and I'm tired, and I just want to go to bed, so... That's, that's, that's my life? That's my life? Well, I went... Uh, uh, I did see the new Spider-Man though, so that was pretty good. I saw that Sunday with a couple friends from work. I really enjoyed the movie. It's it's different than I think last the last several Spider-Mans, which is actually good because I don't want them all to be so similar. Uh, I think this one was closest to like how the comic book portrays Spider-Man, being like, well, first off, he's actually like an actual like teenage kid. And not a thirty-year-old or thirty-year-old Tobey Maguire or you know late twenties Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, playing a high schooler. So it fit better. Uh, definitely the humor of Spider-Man was in this, which is well appreciated. Uh, so yeah, I'd recommend going and seeing it. It really kind of fits right in with all the Avengers stuff going on. Apparently, there's some complaints that it like kind of messes with the timeline, but. How I see it is, it's come. It's pretty much set right after Civil War, which makes sense because that was like the last movie. So, yeah, I I know I've said this before, uh, and this this happens with every single superhero movie. Period. Somebody decides that uh, they don't understand the quote unquote lore behind it. And for God's sakes, they have to understand it. Um, and since they don't, they just complain about it. So that's I, that's probably what's going on in this movie. I enjoyed it. I think most people are enjoying this movie. It's getting really highly highly rated. So 
I recommend going and seeing it if you're a fan of, you know, Marvel superhero movies, especially Spider-Man. So I was a little skeptical, obviously, because being like the third iteration of Spider-Man, like within the last like 15 years. So it was, I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. I would recommend going and seeing it. It sets up. I, I don't know how much he's going to be involved in the Avengers, like the next Avengers movie. That's to be determined, I guess. Cause there yeah, well, he was in the last one, right? Well, Civil War. So, well, yeah. that wasn't really Avengers. And uh, they're already talking about making a sequel for this one already. And after the Infinity Wars is done, so, like, they're saying, like, next Spider-Man Homecoming 2 or whatever they're calling it is going to be the start of Phase 4 of Mar the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So. Cool. Which, I mean, yeah, whatever. I'm... So yeah, so I did that. Um, I watched Castlevania on Netflix. Yeah. Finished, what did you think of that? Finished that yesterday. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I've never played any Castlevania games. Like I know the rough idea with like Dracula and all that stuff. And that's what it. You should probably play Symphony of the Night at some point, considering it's like one of, considered like one of the, like best games ever created. Mm -hmm. Uh, I enjoyed the show. I I hear a lot of positive reviews, but there's like some negative reviews, and the negatives are like super negative, which I don't know. Maybe you're just like a faithful. But I feel like this does do a pretty good show with a pretty good job with like connecting with the games. I mean, they have the same characters, like the Belmont main character that you have. They're, you know, I forget what exactly his name is at the moment, and I feel like a fool. But, but I don't know. It's only four episodes long. Four Each one's just long, over twenty minutes, over so 20 minutes, you can so sit through it really fast. Really fast. Uh, and they already announced they second season's coming second soon. Coming I think soon. they said double the episodes, so I can episodes, imagine you know, eight, eight or ten, eight or probably. Probably. I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, I know I, you started it. I watched about fifteen minutes of it and quit because I thought it was awful. Um, and I wasn't alone either. My uh, one of my roommates, who has been on this show before, Danny, uh, was with me. We both just kind of like looked at each other and decided together that we were not going to finish this show. Why? Like, what was so what was so bad? It just it didn't feel good. It felt bad. Like, I think the first episode was did kind of feel that weird, kind of weird. Well, it, okay, so I'm not going to make it past the first episode then. You probably it's just it's it's short. Yeah. It's short. It's literally really it's you could finish it so fast. If they wanted to hook me with the first episode, I know I, it was kind of totally I kind of felt the same way like the very like the opening. I was kind of like, uh, yeah, but once you get introduced to the main character, the Belmont guy, you kind of start liking it more. I mean, he's like. Uh, kind of sarcastic, like the he becomes a hero, obviously, but doesn't really want to be. He's just kind of thrust in that position. He's the reluctant hero. So I, th I think they did a pretty good job. I, I give it a chance. Eh, I'm not going to. Wow, so close-minded. I no, I tried. I already gave it a chance. Uh, it it was awful. Make it like make it to the second seat, second episode before you like actually finally. We'll see. Meta I, like I, I highly the, doubt put it. Put the nail in the coffin. Yeah, I pun intended. Yes, I highly doubt I will. Uh, for one, I don't like anime. Oh, yes, for those of you who don't know, it's anim it's animated and not live action. Right. Well, but it's also an anime. Uh, yeah, it's more of an American style anime though than. The I don't like anime. Okay, I don't either. But I, I you know, see, and Danny likes anime, uh, and he. I, see, I didn't when I watched. I didn't think anime. I just thought cartoon. Oh, I totally. That's the, my first thought. So I was expecting more cartoon, less anime. Whatever. I I don't really. I'm not really into anime, so I don't really like know about it. To me, it was a cart. It was cartoon. Uh, all hand drawn. And, like, it looks pretty good. Like it looks cool. And the fight sequences are actually really well done. I don't so know. it sounds like so you're an anime fan. I guess. That's exactly guess, what you're describing I guess to me. That's what, that's <laughs> I guess that's what's happening. But give it a chance. I, I was surprised by it and how gory it was. Yeah. There's yeah. like embalments and eyes and limbs flying off and demons just ripping people in half. Pretty wild. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I saw this one thing, though, by the directors of why they went with animated and versus live action. And he was just saying, no, the live action just didn't feel right. So 
I think it could have been really cool in the li- uh, live, action uh, live action thing, but it would have been a little, it, it would have been, been different. Been so, different. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's about what all I've been up to this week. So, cool, cool, cool. Um, what have you? Well, well. So last night, I'd say probably about nine o'clock ish or something. Maybe a little earlier. I decided to go ahead and. Play some Life is Strange. I saw that. Yeah, because, you know, I've been trying to work my way through it. And I had just finished episode two. And episode two has a pretty cool ending. Cool in quotations. And so I knew that I had to go through three. And so I picked it up. And at 5 a.m., I finished the full game. Well, that's why you're so tired today. Uh, no, uh, no. Uh, I'm, not I'm not tired. I feel tired. fine. I feel fine. I'm, irritable I'm irritable because it costs so much to park so at this university. But anyways, but anyways, um, um, no. So yeah, I so stayed up until five. Up until and five. so yeah, if you so know anything you about know me, anything this, about this, is this is a pop quiz uh, to see if Austin knows anything Austin about me. What is the easiest way to get me hooked on a game? And make me not want to stop playing. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if it looks I mean, obviously the game looks good, you'll you'll play. If the music's good, you'll like it. Hooked though. Yeah. Teenage drama. No. 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 That was a joke. I think this is the only game I've ever played with teenage drama. And you love it. Yes, I do. Um, it's story. Um, it's oh, well, a duh. good story. Okay, I should have like that. a good like character-driven. Well, that's not story. so surprising. No, well, I, I didn't want it to be surprising. Um, there's gonna be some shocking thing like, oh, something's got to be just perfect for me, and I love the game. No, a good character story. Okay, like character-driven story that's engaging and. Is, is sometimes hard to follow, hard but to follow, uh, uh, reels you in at the end. Yeah, the end. that was this game for me. Uh, I loved it until the very, very bitter end. And don't worry, Life is Strange Two is right around the corner. And the more I think about Life is Strange Two, the less excited I get about it. So it's 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 a prequel, right, to this one? It is. Okay, so I still need to play Life is Strange. I I got it on my PlayStation. I just haven't played it yet. I just when I'm done with this tennis camp and I don't have to go to bed like ten o'clock, I'll probably do what you do and stay up till five and play the whole game and beat it. Granted, I work at seven most days, but uh, Wednesday is the exception. So I, this, the last month of summer, I think I'm really gonna try to crank out as many games that I've fallen behind on. That's one of them. I just started Uncharted Four. Actually, I forgot to mention that. Probably play about an hour of that. Already pretty cool. The opening sequence still opening not as good as number two. As as number Just two. saying, Uncharted Just saying, 2 opening Uncharted sequence still the best, by far. Uh, yeah, I still got all my Bethesda games that I need to beat. List is getting long. Yeah, when we get to the point where you beat Life is Strange, I kind of want to do a spoiler cast on it because there's a lot of stuff in that game we can. I really, we, we definitely can. really want to talk about. Uh, that I don't want to ruin for people. Now I will. I will throw this in about you mentioned Life is Strange, two the prequel. Um, and I don't know right now how I feel about that. Uh, you're gonna get it though, right? Well, I'm sure I will. But so my problem is, it's like one of the really cool, like mind blowing things about this game, uh, is. The time travel, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm not giving that away because that happens very early on. Well, I think that was kind of part of the advertisement of yeah. the game. So yeah. So don't worry if you haven't played the game. I'm not ruining anything for you. But that's like one of the really cool aspects of this. And with them focusing on Chloe and Rachel, who you'll meet in the game. Uh, Is that where you're skeptical? Yes, they, they can't have magic. 
there can be no magic involved in that game because like throughout the whole thing like when max reunites with chloe and uh again fairly early on in the game uh she's so freaked out about max's power uh and that is a huge threat through this game and so if she has already known somebody in her life that has superpowers uh why would be she be so freaked out so I don't know. I don't know. That's like a huge mechanic that was like really drawing to this game that they simply cannot do again. We'll, we'll see what they do. I yeah, mean, I don't know. I, it's going to be really as you, interesting. As you've been saying, I think the writing's good. The story's yeah. good. The characters are good. I think they'll find a way to make it good. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we'll just have to see. But, um, yeah, I, I really liked that game. Uh, I, cried I cried a lot. Really? Yes. Really? That's good, actually. That's I like. It I is. Like, I like well, games that can bring emotions out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not overly hard to make cry uh, in those sorts of things, but uh, that one did it. So uh, let's go ahead. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be back. with the dry spell cast um we're just kind of working our way through video game things um so first of all uh let's go ahead and let's just let's get into news yeah first news story i want to talk about um is last week we recorded a show um on wednesday because tuesday was july 4th so we recorded on july 5th um and I didn't do anything with it. So it kind of just exists in limbo. Is it not even on our SoundCloud? No. I was wondering where that was. I never did anything with it. Oh. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, it's going to be a lost episode. Maybe we'll publish it one week when we're not in the studio or something. I don't know. Are you just double publish? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Dropping the ball on that one. I was hey. wondering because I checked the SoundCloud the other day and I was like, I feel like we're missing something. We were. Okay. We are. So that's our first news story. So, and the funny thing is, is the more the more I think about it, a lot of the stuff we talked about uh, on Wednesday by Thursday was completely invalid. <laughs> well, then it's good. And I know, like last week, well, the stuff we talked about, it wasn't a lot. So I think no. I think last week was actually one of our shortest like recording episodes we've done. So. You know what? Maybe it's a good thing it kind of got lost. Yeah. It's the but lost. It's funny. It's funny. So, like, we talked about, like, certain things like uh, Doomfist mm-hmm. and, like, how, like, he might come sometime and well, then he well, came. Well, Doomfist, like, what we said last week is uh, Blizzard officially teased him. And then literally, like, two days later, it was just like, oh, here's Doomfist. There he is. So it was like, oh, well, there we go. So, but we'll get into him later. Yeah, yeah. so that, that's yeah, kind of how our show was. Kind of it was more speculatory stuff, and now this week's like, oh, it, it panned out. Yeah, look at that. So so here we are. Um, so first news story. First news story. Besides that, uh, which I totally forgot to talk about it last week anyway. So uh, Summer Games Done Quick was last week. Uh, and so anybody who hasn't watched a Games Done Quick stream, uh, it's pretty great. Uh, it's basically just a collection of speedruns, and I'd really like to go oh, to this. Right, yeah. Go to this some year. I didn't have time to watch any of them on Twitch because I was. Oh man, I think I was literally working really good ones every time. Oh well, they stream from like well, yeah, five in the morning to like midnight every day. Well, I only had uh, just a few hours of free time, so yeah. So. I watch I watch a couple of streams. Um, I watched Mario 64. They did a 120 star run, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, I started watching a Halo run this morning. 
Which, uh, so it's still going on? No. It's ended today? It was just, no. It oh, ended you're just last watching, week. You're just watching, watching recap? Recaps. Okay. Um, and I watched some other good stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think what I did, but yeah, I like, I like summer or I like games done quick. Uh, you know, it's cool to raise money for charity, uh, and watch people who understand games at a level that I just can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Especially, so the coolest ones are the speedruns that, like, the frame-assisted speedruns, where uh, you basically break the game. Oh, yeah, like watching Mario 64. Yeah, by aligning certain frames in a way and doing a certain amount of combos in which you end up writing the memory code. Uh in such a way such that it does a certain does thing, thing that then leads you to be able to break the game. Well, and yeah, I the think fact that you can be on the border insane. and then they turn the camera just in a way and literally the camera pushes you through the wall. Uh-huh. It's just crazy how yeah. how they figure that out. And yeah, I, that's, that's so cool. So, um, yeah, I watched I watched some good ones. So last week they raised one million seven hundred seventy six thousand five hundred and ten dollars. For Doctors Without Borders, and that's super cool. Uh, the biggest donation was twenty thousand dollars, three hundred. Okay, twenty thousand three hundred dollars. Very, very good job. Nice gold star for the day. Yay! That's good. That's that's. I mean, that's a ton of money. That's a good. And that is definitely a very good charity to uh, give money to. So. Yeah, yeah, it is, and I don't know. That, that was that's really cool, and I wish I wish they had more events throughout the year. Uh, they do summer games done quick, and then awesome games done quick, which is the winter version. Um, and like I made some of my roommates watch that with me, or watch like a Psychonauts run with me earlier this year. Uh, and I I don't know. I think it's really cool. I wish I understood games like that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, more news more for news summertime. For uh, Pokemon Go uh, Pokemon just celebrated Go their one-year anniversary, one anniversary on the sixth. So happy birthday, Pokemon Go! You made it, you and made people it. still play you still like play you. yours truly here. Uh, so in uh, so celebration, they're doing a Pokemon Go fest, as they called it, July twenty-second in Chicago. They sold tickets for it. For all around the world, and they actually have special, as I said, special trainer, guest trainers. I'm like, which this I find kind of weird. Uh, but the but the benefits for it, if even if you don't get a ticket, because they're all sold out by now, sold out real fast. Uh, all the most of the benefits are going to be worldwide. So they're going to unlock all region Pokemon that have been locked for us. So like, we'll get the Farfetch'd, we'll get the Mr. Mimes here, all the rare Pokemon that have only show up in Asia or Europe or South America or wherever. So that's kind of cool. Uh, they'll have special themed gift baskets. They kind of do already. Totally not worth it. Just saying. Uh, you're better off just spending your coins on the separate items. So look, and they said look for you know special bonuses with catching bonuses, XP bonuses coming up in the next week. So for anyone who still plays Pokemon Go, which I know. How so? How do I get a? A Pikachu with a hat. They're just out there. Yeah, so the, the event kind of started last week with uh, Pikachus, because this has been a trend. They always put Pikachus in special hats for whatever holidays. So they have, like, the Halloween ones. They have party hats and stuff. And now they have Ash Ketchum hats. And it's any Pikachu now. If you just find a Pikachu in the wild, it's going to have a hat on it. So you just got to go out and find them. Uh, they're here for, like, three more weeks or two more weeks or something. So we got some time. End of July at some point. Uh, what's great about them? Get, uh, catch them. them. You evolve them. The right you will have a hat. So, <laughs> it's it's really cool. I like it. It's the little things. So, so now that you have a PC, yes, you're going to understand the fascination between games and hats. Uh, because That's this, right here. this is a PC thing. Yeah. Uh, hats are a big deal. I heard like I Team it, Fortress 2 was I think like it came a, from Team Fortress. Big deal. But basically, which is, hats which is like funny. evolved into everything. So I'm teaching the summer tennis camp right now, and the high school kids I'm with, there's a couple of them are like real big gamers. Like one of them has a thousand hours in CSGO. Like legit, loves Overwatch, and he was ta- talking to me about the hats in Team Fortress 2, and it just cracks me up that... 
you know, it still spans quite a quite a distance of people. I mean, I'm here 24 talking to a 14 year old about hats. Hats. Hats on hats on video game characters. So yeah, Pokemon Go. Go out, catch some Pokemon. It's crazy to think it came out a year ago, and just to think where we were a year ago. My life is so different a year ago. My life is basically exactly. I would, okay, I wouldn't say so different, but there's some big changes since last year that I'm not going to get into. Oh Jesus! No, so I I don't know. Pokemon Go is still Pokemon one of those crazy things. Well, and they that still pull happens. in millions of dollars a month. It's yeah, I read somewhere yeah, I read that they've like surpassed like 1.3 billion dollars mm-hmm. revenue. It's made so much money. So much money. Crazy. I mean, I still play it when I'm walking through campus and stuff. So. Yeah. And the new update with the raids is real, real good. I've I went out Sunday with a couple friends. All of them, all two of them, were on different teams. One was red, one was yellow. And we went and did some raids. That's what you were doing? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, and then we went and saw Spider-Man. Yeah, that's what I did. Mm. After our tuxedo sizings. All right. Um, let's move on. I, I, I just saw his, him. My head's going to explode if we talk more about Pokemon Go. Um, so let's just move on. So exciting news uh, in the world of esports. This is our esports uh, time. Yeah, it's pretty heavy on the esports. So yeah, so ESPN has announced that they are airing Evo again. Which is awesome. I love it. I'm so happy to see that. Yeah, uh, I watched it last year and I enjoyed it a lot. I did too. That's when Street Fighter was on, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We so were, it's the Street yeah, Fighter Championship. This was it was it was hilarious because I'm I was at Sakai, which is you know the brewery, and they have TVs everywhere, and we always usually have ESPN on. So I look up and there's Street Fighter everywhere, and everyone's watching in the restaurant. Like no one's like, oh, this is dumb. Like literally, everyone's like just staring at the screen, like what what am I watching? And they're like loving it. So obviously, it's hugely popular, even for people who have no idea what's going on. Yeah, they they, they still like find it enjoyable because just. Like, ridiculous how good these people are. Yeah, uh, yeah. so I watched it last year. It was cool. Um, they're doing basically exactly the same We'll see, what, some Tekken, Street Fighter, uh, I think, probably. I think it's mainly Street Fighter. I think I think that's all that the stream had last year. I think there's some Tekken going to be this year. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's going to make the ESPN. The cut? Okay. But, like, Evo runs several things. I know they run Smash, and I know, like, yeah. Stuff like that. Stuff like but that. I and that's, think, do you think Street Fighter's their Fighters big their one. Big when does Evo start? When does Evo start? I don't know. Do you think Nintendo, Nintendo is just going to drop the new Smash for Switch? No. Okay. No, because they no, because that they, won't be successful. Won't be they won't successful. use it at the Evo. That's true. Uh, because uh, they because people they need to have time to play it. Okay. Um, and even then, or they I think announce it at Evo. I think the most think recent the most Smash, Smash, and no, they won't. The most recent the Smash, most recent uh, they agree, don't even actually. play. I'm pretty sure they I'm play. Mostly melee. Yeah, I think it is melee. Yeah, I think it is so, melee. so it's not like so they want like to keep up on anything. Like I think Street Fighter think Four Street is still Fighter kind of the main Street Fighter they play. Uh, after the garbage fire that was because uh, well, they Street played five, five last year, didn't they? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I watched them play five last year. Um, yeah, so Evo's coming. Uh, in others, eSports news. This one is super exciting to hear. This one is Cause it's strange. It's different how they're doing it. Go, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so Overwatch League, which was announced like at BlizzCon like last year mm-hmm. or something. Um, but they kind of they came out with the first round of details, uh, and they're taking a different approach than any other esports. Uh, for the first time, they're making it uh, making city-based teams. Yeah, it's like they're designing it after like an MLB or NFL. Like exactly, um, and so and they, they it's exactly what they're doing um, to the point where the guy like the head of whatever this company, whatever whoever put this together. Um, I know Blizzard is behind it, but whatever division they are, um, came out and said, like, oh, we don't know when we're going to end. You know, like, baseball doesn't, when they started, they never had an end goal. When football started, they never had an end goal. We don't have an end goal. Well, they're, they're even saying, like, obviously there's seven, te- there's seven cities. For yeah, so seven those cities teams now. are. And, I mean, they're talking about how, you know, 
MLB's got over 30, NFL's got over 30, so they're they're probably planning the same thing. Yeah, so those teams are, those cities and teams, are Boston, New York, L.A., Miami, slash Orlando, San Francisco, Shanghai, and Seoul. Um, so, yes, we got international teams here. So yeah. this is now an international sports team, sports program. League, yeah, League, whatever. Whatever. Uh, the one that just cracks me up is the Boston team is owned by the owner of the Patriots, Robert Kraft. Yes. Um, the Kraft Group has is franchising this team, and I, I kind of read this a little bit. Robert Kraft has been wanting to get into esports for like five years now. Yeah. And he finally you know has his team, and I just it cracks me up considering he's technically my sister's boss. So. Oh yeah. It's just kind of funny. That's true. Maybe maybe my sister will be dancing at uh, esports games now. I highly doubt it, but <laughs> probably not. But that's just um, funny. So I guess like the other one is uh, the owner of the Mets. Yeah, we got Mets. I got all the ones here. Yeah, I think that's the majority of the it. The most are just like gamer, uh, CEO and co-founder of Misfit Gaming, uh, and uh, NRG Esports. So stuff like that. It's just the two. Those are the two like big ones, like actual sports guys are buying in on this. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how successful it is. But it's Overwatch, so it's going to be successful. Yeah, well, but it's eSports. There's always, like, this small level of success, but it's not mainstream yet. Yeah, so going hand-in-hand with this, Overwatch is going to have special loot boxes for you to buy, and half half the proceeds will go into a prize pool, kind of how Dota does it. So... Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Um, we have some more Overwatch news, but we'll get to that after we take a break. Talking about some video game news. Uh, so we ended on Overwatch, and we're going to start on Overwatch. So as we mentioned earlier, uh, Doomfist is live. It's basically the new character in Overwatch. Which has been, was like essentially rumored since day one. Really. Yeah. It's like kind of where he began. So I'm going to say something right now, um, and I'm going to hate myself for it. But... I got into Overwatch lore. You, of all people. Yeah. Because you've been been making fun of me. Yeah, because I don't care. I know. And I I don't care that much. I just like to know kind of what's going on. It's super interesting. I'm not like reading like comics and stuff about it. It's just like when I I see a little blurb on like how Widowmaker became blue and stuff like that. Like it's interesting. I tell you, and I tell you this stuff and you're like, I don't care. I really don't. But I like, so I basically started, I watched all the animated shorts. Well, finally, because that was needed. Was it? I don't know. It hasn't what, changed my gameplay at all. What, I know. But what, what do you th- what did you think of them? I thought they were good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, Tracer is super annoying, uh, which I like Tracer from the beginning, but now I don't. She's just annoying. Yeah. But uh, I think my favorite Calvary's here. I like yeah. I think Bastion's was probably my favorite. Yeah, Bastion's was awesome. Yeah. No, no speaking, no, no nothing. Speaking, just him and a bird, and it was just crazy. Crazy. And I, I, that one got like actually like I could feel like some emotions. I was like, whoa. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So yeah, for anyone who hasn't like ever seen those, I mean, Blizzard does not half-ass any of their stuff. So they really go all out on these digital shorts, and I recommend uh, seeing them. I mean, each each one's probably about ten minutes. I don't know. So. Yeah, so I watched all of them, and then I kind of like looked into like the formation of Overwatch and how Reaper and soldiers split off and like it's just stupid reaper stuff form like talent that. and stuff blah 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 yeah the, whatever the bad group but um so yeah all of them are obviously in overwatch to start with except doomfist doomfist is first the well, first no they no they recruit a bunch of them well yeah but this iteration of doomfist is what i'm saying is the first legit bad guy okay he, he was never part of overwatch uh, see, I I see, bet I, there's I a bet twist there. I'm sure there is. Well, because the Doom, his, the Doomfist his, his mantle fist is in the museum. Well, the Doomfist mantle gets passed from person to person. 
Okay. If you, if you own the gauntlet, you become Doomfist. Right. So I'm saying but this iteration of Doomfist was never part of Overwatch. Okay, because if you look at, like, uh, the museum fight with the two kids, um, where uh, Tracer and... Widow. Uh, no, Tracer and Winston are fighting Widow and Reaper. Yeah. Um, they're fighting because they want to steal the Doomfist, uh, which is in their museum. So, I mean, obviously he has something to do with Overwatch. I don't know what, but... Um, well, it's because Widow and Reaper are trying to break him out of prison, and they needed the gauntlet to do it. Something like that. So... So Whatever. Uh, too much. Too much. For I know. You. Too much. Your head's about to explode again. Yes, it is. I can um, see the, anyway, the so let's talk scene. about Doomfist as a character or as a playable character. Um, so I watched uh, some streaming of it. I do not own Overwatch on PC. Yeah. So I could not play the public test server uh, that has it. Um, but I watched some of the some of the streams people playing and stuff. Um, so basically, he he's a tank. He's an attack tank. Yeah, he's, he's a considered an attack tank. character, actually. Yes, well, he is. Uh, he's basically Reinhardt, but an attack, uh, but Reinhardt. a tank. Yeah. So like his, so he has a hand cannon on his left hand, which shoots almost like a shotgun type, kind of like Roadhog, actually. Yeah. Um, and then he has a series of attacks you can do. With your right hand, which is the Doom Fist, you have your Seismic Slam, your Rising Uppercut, um, and then Rocket Punch. Now, Rocket Punch, I think, is going to be the one that's like most useful because you charge it up, and when you let go, he flies to like almost like how Reinhardt has his thing where he like flies and pins you and stuff. And Doom Fist has that. Yeah, and his Seismic Slam is like it. He smashes the ground and sends people in the air, kind of like Reinhardt's. Uh, ultimate, right, and then the uh, uppercut just w- one individual, yeah, punch. Um, there's a passive ability, the best defense, which basically every time he attacks, he gets a shield. So yeah, he's meant to be up in the front line, yeah, fighting. He's he's a character that's meant to be taking damage and getting shields and stuff like that. It's kind of an interesting play. I don't I don't know if he would be kind of my play style because I'm not hugely into that. I say that, but I have, I mean, that's similar to, like, what a psycho character on Borderlands 2 is, is meant to be up in the front taking damage and stuff. But, oh, well, that's beside the point. Yeah, and so then his ultimate is called Meteor Strike. He basically just flies up into the air and then comes down, and he has a... It's a Destiny Titan Slam, essentially. Yes, it is. And uh, I I didn't see a lot of uh, good use of that. I saw, I did see one quintuple kill with it. On, Interesting. On King's Row, on the point. Because it's weird because you like select it and then you can just like choose where you want to land. Uh-huh. You don't just like click it and just jump and land. Like you click it and then it has like a right, like a zone and then you can move it. And that's what he did. He just moved it around the corner and then just fell on five people and killed them all. Hmm. So, yeah. He looks cool. He looks cool. I will definitely try him out if I get the chance because I know uh, when he's on console, everyone's going to want to play as him. So yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of people are gonna play him really poorly. So. Yeah, well, of course, yeah, the people have to learn. I mean, it's like when Orisa came out, people played her really poorly, but now you can get some really good Orisas because they learned how to play her. I think that's what that's the beauty about Overwatch. You gotta learn each character. So yeah, when they're not they're not hard to learn. So he since he's an attack character, he floats like 300 health around that area, not ton. Not ton. And I am. This is totally off, uh, probably off base, but I'm thinking they nerfed Roadhog because of him. I think they nerfed Roadhog just because Roadhog needed nerfed. Well, I don't know. He was pretty good. That was kind of this point where he's chain chain and shoot, but I don't know. I think they wanted him to be more viable, but from what I hear, Sombra tears him apart because he's all ability. And not his his gun's not very good. Yeah. So if you're you're Sombra, like me, who plays that a lot, I'm going to tear Doomfist apart. I'm ready for it. Huh. Okay. Um, let's let's move on. Yes. Uh, Too much Overwatch. Talking about uh, game updates. Half Life just got updated. Uh, 19 years after release. Yes. Perfect. Uh, so they're basically just some bug fixes. Uh, now, Blue Shift and Opposing Force also got updated, uh, which means Half Life, Blue Shift, and Opposing Force. Uh, that's three games. Half Life Three. It's confirmed. Oh, there it is. 
There it is. They did it. They've done it. Actually, so you you actually there's a portal in Half Life. You find a portal gun. You shoot it. You go through the portal, and you're in Half Life Three. Wow. Wow. Done. That that's what the update did. Thanks, Gabe. Hit hit a portal gun somewhere in the game. Uh, and the first person to find it and unlock it. They pulled uh, uh, Frog Fractions 2, and they just hit it in another game. Um, more updates. No Man's Sky. Remember No Man's Sky? That was a game. Uh, it was? Yes. The Can you even call it a game? Yes. Okay. Uh, I called it a game the first day it came out. Uh, what do you call it now? It's still a game. Okay. Um... So basically, they they've had the two updates, right? The first one was the base building, the forge one, right, or whatever it was called, yeah. Or something like that. And then the second one was like the car and stuff like that. That's right. Um, so they've been hinting at having a third update, uh, and the way they're doing this is super cryptic, uh, which gets people on the internet all excited. Uh, so basically, it went down like this. Uh, the mods of the No Man's Sky subreddit uh, all received cassettes along with a poster um, from Hello Games. Hello Games, yeah. Um, and you play the cassette, and there's a bunch of hidden clues. You decode them. Uh, it, there's a string in it. It's translated to portal. Somehow they connected that to something called Walking Titan, augmented reality game. I don't know. They processed that. They found several documents, teasing updates. And then there was a website for the Atlas Foundation, which is in the game. And then there's a survey in there and all sorts of weird stuff. And there's like one that people are really analyzing that's from... SM, which everyone's assuming means Sean Miller. Uh, and so I don't know. It, it's just a lot of things to basically say that they think they're going to do an augmented reality thing with this. See, that'd be really cool for No Man's Sky or something like that. I don't really understand. Is it a what VR game do? or no? No. Because I think it'd be cool VR too. Yeah. Sure. It's set up for it. I mean, it's all first person, kind of. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't really know what's happening. Know what's happening. Um, these these cryptic, these, these cryptic somebody's out clue there stuff for video on. games, which it's it's. I mean, this isn't anything I mean, this new. Isn't anything I know Battlefield's done it several times with their Phantom program, where you like have to like go through this whole thing to unlock the challenges in the game. Then you can do the challenges and get the stuff. Uh, Destiny's done it with the the Al Protocol stuff before the. Rise of Iron came out, and they've done stuff like that with like the Vault of Glass. So this is not nothing new. It's just cool. I like I like how games will do this to like get your interest elsewhere, but still with the game. Yeah, whatever. And I don't understand how people figure these out. Like some of the Battlefield ones were just like I don't know how people did it. Uh, it because there's smart people out there. And I just watched the Jack Frags video and telling me how to do it all, and I'm good. No, I don't know what that means. He's like the number one Battlefield streamer guy. Whatever. Uh, oh, well. Yeah, oh well. Battlefield. Uh, uh, so uh, so let's get back to Rockstar. Back to Rockstar. Uh, Part three in the Part mod story. Mod yeah, so uh, Rockstar uh, had issued, I think it's Open 4, I think is the, ex the way they yeah. say it. It's, it's either that or Open IP. So yeah, uh, during E3, uh, closed Open 4. And then brought it back, and, and then now, back, we're here, now we're here, where they canceled uh, the Liberty City in GTA mod, uh, which was basically a mod that they were developing to uh, get Liberty City in GTA 5. So they said that it violated Rockstar's modding policy. Uh, they were not exact not about exact what about that policy was, was. but so yeah, they brought back this mod thing and but now they're only saying you, they, you can use the mods that you want to use or that they want you to use I guess is the thing yeah I don't know I I try not to pretend like I know a ton about mods 
Uh, but this is all. I'm very new to the PC world, so I like no, like it's just all kind of strange uh, because I feel like we haven't heard anything ever, and then all of a sudden, in the past month, there's been nothing but an all-out war against modders on GTA. Yeah, it's been weird, and that's really sad. Like you would think, like you know, I think because Rockstar holds so tightly to their story and what they made. They don't want people going in there and changing it, I guess. But, like, we're at the point where GTA's four or five years old. People have beat the game several times, and maybe they want something new within the game. So, like, that's where the mods come in, obviously. It's like, you, it, it, I think it extends the game for you. Yeah, I mean, it changes it for sure. I mean, for crying out loud, people still playing Skyrim. I mean, obviously, it's an Elder Scrolls game and stuff, but that game is staying alive through mods right now. Because, I mean, I really don't think people would be playing it as much as they still do if it wasn't for, you know... Yeah, because it really wasn't that good of a game. So I know, Oblivion was still better, but yeah, I still... It, was still just, it wasn't that great of a game. Uh, and I mean, so it was just one of those things, like, oh, how are people playing and, like, and keep And keep, another, keep in mind other games. Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, like, those games are still living through the mods. Otherwise, people probably would not be touching them anymore, so... Uh, it's kind of a weird, uh, weird, kind of weird decision. Weird maybe decision. they're doing this on purpose because maybe they already have a new GTA in the works, and they don't want people. Maybe they're going to Liberty City, so they don't want. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Because I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. All right, we've got one more break, and then we'll be back. got a few minutes left before we are done here today so uh let's just cruise through the last little bit of news something i'm a little surprised about um the creators of thimbleweed park tweeted out a picture of them playing it on the switch uh which leads people to believe obviously that uh, thimbleweed park is coming to the switch yep uh and i don't know whatever i didn't you've played this right yeah i didn't think it was that good I mean, it was all right. I mean, it was all right. Uh, it didn't uh, capture me. Uh, I think I have, I have less than ten hours into it, but it just wasn't, wasn't all that. Uh, so whatever, cool. It's gonna be on the Switch. Um, PUBG, uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, has been delayed. Um, and it's funny because this is another one of those things we talked about last week. Um, that you will never hear. Uh, yeah, so they basically yeah, came out and, basically said, came out that and said that restricting it to a certain month or whatever could hinder the performance of the game or what the game could be. And so they pushed back not only the idea of a console release, but also of it coming out of early access. Yeah, because this game was supposed to be in early access for six months. So came out in March, that means March, September, September, which is when they talked, when they or was it October that the Xbox I think it was October. So yeah, I think it's probably so yeah, going to go full release. Their plan was probably full release in September for uh, PC, and then console in October. Uh, now it looks like they just want it done by Q4. So Yeah, and so they didn't say if it means like fiscal Q4, or if they mean Q4 2017, what like, they mean. I kind of think end of the year. Yeah, I, that's kind of what people are speculating is that and probably the end of the year. Does that mean console versions getting delayed too? Yes, Okay. I so believe so. It's all getting delayed. Because, I mean, they're pretty like confident on E3, Microsoft's E3, like coming out in October. Like, here we go. No, but I don't even remember if they said a date. I think oh, they just said October, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and it's yeah, just whatever. Uh, game delays are what we live with now. I mean, I'd rather have the delay than a bad game. Well, especially like a small studio like this. Um, Who's made millions of dollars already. But Yeah, but it's still a small studio. I know. And so, I don't know. I, I listened to some interviews with Brendan Green. Uh, and... I mean, his head's in the right place, so I'm sure this will be fine. 
Uh, I don't think it's going to be one of those games that ends up in early access for the rest of its life. Uh, well, especially with the console release, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm still excited to see what they come out with. I'm still playing that game. It's still great. Uh, I played several solo matches last night. and Yeah, I'm starting to get more confident in this game now. Like, now that I'm kind of getting used to being, like, moving and shooting on a PC, because that was a bit of a learning curve for me, uh, I'm feeling way more confident when I get into uh, shootouts with people. I mean, I was walking away with matches with four or five kills a match. Yeah. When it used to be like one or two. That's kind of the approach I've been taking is, you know, I'm kind of one of those that kind of sits in the corner and lets people fight. But I've been trying to drop into hot zones. Yeah, I have to. And so I can learn to fight in the game. Uh, that's what that's what needs to be done. Well, Obviously, there, there's like the strategy of like sitting and waiting, but then you'll like, you know, you'll go through the entire game. You'll be one of the last people, but then you're not you're not ready to fight them, and then they just take you out real fast. Yeah. And lately, I haven't been dropping like super hot zones, but like pretty populated. Like you know, ten people will be there, and then I'll you know, I'll get through and like kill three of them actually, and like amazingly. I mean, it depends on the loot you find right away because it's pretty lucky. But last night I made it in the top ten. I I dropped into Pochinki, yeah, uh, which I thought was gonna be super hot, and like nobody else See, did. It's weird because I think people kind of think people a lot of people are gonna drop in the cities and go to the outskirts, and then also now the cities are becoming yeah less populated. It's just it's funny. It's weird. And I, like I got so much good stuff that round, uh, and there's like spots that we've been dropping to that would be like just us, and like one that we have dubbed the hole. It's like in that crater with all those warehouses, and now. Ton of people drop there, because like there's that big school or warehouse, and like all the other warehouses that yeah. have a ton of stuff. So I mean, people are learning where stuff are. I mean, I found a new spot that I like to go to. I did. I did take my a motorcycle off of a uh, hill yesterday, flip it over and kill myself. Yeah, yeah. been there. Yes, it was real good. So. Uh, uh, one of my roommates was standing there watching me at the time, and I just freaked out. <laughs> well, I had one. I was in a buggy, and I went off a jump, and I hit, and then like hit sideways, and started rolling to the point where it's gonna hurt me. So like, I was on two tires, got out, and then it fell on me and killed me. Yes. I was like, yes. Great. And I was doing really well. Like I had a lot of good stuff, and then that's what happens. I'm like. Yeah, so I tweeted this yeah, out so yesterday, I but I think, like, think the like amount of absurdity in this game, in this game uh, uh, the, the, the ending the screen ending is not good enough. Not good enough. Uh, like, uh, the winner-winner like chicken dinner is stupid and funny, and but, funny. like, I really I honestly really believe honestly the ending screen the should screen have, like, should something have like Ode like to Joy playing and, like, cats with lasers and stuff. Just absolutely, just completely absolutely absurd, absurd because absurd. that game is so just out there. Well, I just watched a video watched earlier, video like last night, of a last guy. It was like near the end. It was a squad match, like so. He was last one in a squad. Just comes flying into the circle in his car, hits kind of the jump weird, lands sideways in his car, and just sits in the car while the circle's closing. It literally closes right on him. A squad literally is using his car for cover, being shot at from another squad, and I get him and his teammates are like, oh my god, what do I do? The squad throws, the squad behind the car throws smoke, goes out, and then draws the fire the other way because the circle's over there. He gets out, kills the other squad, kills the other squad, and wins the game. By chilling in the car for like solid three minutes. He just, he like moved to the back seat and just sat there. It was real good. Good. That game's dumb, uh, but so much fun. So uh, let's get into the. Uh, so actually, do you want to talk about the PS5? Yeah. So I kind of saw this today. Uh, according to several analysts, uh, the PS5 is going to release in 2019 or 2020. I don't really see that happening. I kind of thought this was like the last generation of consoles, but. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be overly, surprised. overly surprised. I bet if they do do this, do it will be the last, be the last of the consoles. Kind of, I feel like the I Xbox know, One X is like the last Xbox because that's kind of how they're advertising it because you can upgrade the internals and stuff. And that's probably what this one's going to be. And I really think this is going to be like the one that's like all 4K and HDR or whatever, all that good stuff. They've got the teraflops in there. 
Because I feel like, as I read the article, it's saying, like, the PS4 Pro was just a half step from the PS4, and this is going to be the rest of that step to get the full full power out of your console, almost gaming levels. I think they were waiting to wait till 4K was more popular. The article said, you know, 50% in the United States and 33% in the rest of the world that people own a 4K TV. So the console is more viable. I don't know. Kind of yeah, I don't know. I, Which makes sense because I feel like I that's going to be called the PS4 X. <laughs> I really hope it's called. Oh that. gosh, yeah, because it, it makes yeah, sense because I feel like that's going to be one of the issues for the Xbox One X is not enough people are into 4K yet that they won't justify spending another five hundred dollars on a console, and maybe in two years from now, where half the households own a 4K TV because that's just the norm now. Getting a new, new console that's all 4K might be the best option. Yeah. So. No, I totally agree with it that. Makes it makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised, and that's kind of why maybe why Sony's like didn't do go all out on the PS4 Pro. Yeah, or maybe they just didn't need to know that they needed to. Yeah. It wasn't going to fit what their price point for a console is going to be. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I I still kind of hold the belief that. The consoles are dying, and uh, they'll die sooner rather than later. Uh, so I mean, I say that you say that, but then you got to think of all the ki- younger kids who play consoles and not PC, because it is so much now. I mean, it is so expensive to have a PC though. But it's not. It's getting so cheap. It's I mean cheaper, but like you so I can build a PC that runs console level. Uh, specs for cheaper than the console. Mm. Uh, that's the thing. Like uh, people think that PCs are so expensive, but that's just because we're going all out to get the best experience we can. That's true. That's the best experience we can is not on a console. And of course, I mean, for this, they were rumoring like you know, like 240 frames a second on the console and stuff. But I don't know. Maybe in two years, we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I yeah, like said, in full 4K resolution and all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, with the last couple of minutes we have here, we're going to get into lawsuits like we always do um, and pretend like we know what we're talking about. Um, I guess Austin probably a little bit more than me. And I will hopefully in the next couple of years. So um, so ZeniMax, uh, as we know, has got sued by John Carmack. Well, they're getting sued again by another party. Um, Dion DiMucci is a songwriter. He wrote a song called The Wanderer, which uh, ZeniMax uh, licensed and all that sorts of stuff to use in Fallout 4 uh, ads. Uh, well, that songwriter is now suing ZeniMax. Uh, and this is what the, how the lawsuit read. Defendants' commercials were objectionable because they feature repeated homicides in a dark, dystopian landscape where violence is glorified as sport. The killings and physical violence were not to protect innocent life, but instead were repugnant and morally indefensible images designed to appeal to young consumers. Uh, and so he is suing for damages, moral damages, basically. To his song. Yes. Which is yes. just... Which is just come whatever. On, come on, man. Whatever. Come on, dude. Whatever. Um, I, I guess I didn't like actually read into the songwriter to know like anything else about him, but that's kind of a, a fascinating thing. So... I mean... He got money, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, they licensed it. Everything is through the proper channels. But he is saying, basically, they didn't tell him or his publisher that it was going to be used in the way it was. Well, I really don't see this going very far as a lawsuit, I'm sure. like, Nah, it was something like $1 million, $2 million or something like that. But I don't so. think it'll happen. I mean, they're going to go over the contract and be like, hey, it's for the Fallout series. It's a pretty well-known series. You kind of kind of knew what you're going into kind of thing. We'll see. Yeah, whatever. Uh, like, you have to be really daft to, be, like, to not know. Or, I feel like or old like or old. Actually, you know what? How old is this guy? Do we even know? No, I have no idea. That's, That's true. The thing. So, like, uh, Fallout is known to all of us because we play video games a lot. Um, I guarantee you, like my parents want to know what Fallout is. 
Um, yeah, I think I think mine would because they saw me. And my dad, yeah, my dad watched me play Fallout. He still probably has no idea what it is. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's just another lawsuit for us to try to follow. Yeah, well, it's like, we'll, what, like to be honest, now. we'll probably never hear this, uh, hear of this again. Until, unless we're like, Dion DiMucci gets awarded $2 million. Yeah. yeah. Which, we'll see. That that opens, actually, that opens up a lot of crazy legal precedent that is scary. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens when we get there. Um, the last lawsuit um, the we should talk about is, talk about I guess is, this isn't guess a lawsuit, but this is kind of a law-based thing. I, I don't know. Um, so, you know, we've been talking about Ubisoft and the Vivendi hostile takeover and everything like that. Um, so Ubisoft has now requested to nominate two new independent board members to their board, which will raise the independent members on the board up to 50%. I thought they were already at 50. No. No. This it gets this 50. Is, okay. Because okay. they don't have, I think this is like, so this will get them up so to six. Oh, so they were like at like 40 some percent. Yeah. So yeah. this gets 50 percent independent, uh, which uh, means that they have nothing to do with the company necessarily. Uh, so they, they gave the names um, of the people. I didn't recognize them, so I didn't really include them. But it's fascinating. It's, it's fascinating. just another it's just thing another where Ubisoft is trying Ubisoft to not lose their company. Not lose their company. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so the more the more they control that they can get, um, the better. So again, I'm not going to pretend to know like I'm an expert on boards and. Stuff well, I mean, like that, I think once they what, because it depends. I mean, obviously the board is important, but the shares are also important. And I mean, you said what well, we talked about like a couple weeks ago that family went and bought like thirty percent of all the shares. That rich family. So, and they're on Ubisoft's side. Well, it's Eve's. Family. Was it Eve's family? Okay. So then, yeah, they they own that much. So I, I feel like because once Ubisoft's side owns fifty one percent, it's done. It's done. Yeah. You're, yeah. It's game over for Vivendi. So this board member thing is probably pretty important because these members can probably you know own, you know, a percentage of the company too. Yeah, I have no idea like the like how that exactly works out between the stockholders and the board members. I'm sure the board members can own a part, but not like a. I th- probably a limit to what they can own. I'd say like five percent. Yeah, I don't know. I only know nonprofit boards myself. So. So. Uh, just another uh, chapter in the Ubisoft Vivendi saga. Saga. Uh, running, we should. Like, running like several years now. So Yeah, we should make that a regular part of our show and get it a theme song and everything. <laughs> Seriously. That, PUBG, that's and Overwatch. PUBG that's, and Overwatch. That's, those are that's all we need. <laughs> that's all you need in life, really. Um, and ZeniMax lawsuits, because yeah. those are always We've fun to We've had a number of those. Um, anyways, I think anyways, that's it for today. Uh, we need to let... Uh, the pulse get back to what it's doing. Uh, Falling apart. <laughs> Shh, don't let it know. Um, so, anyways, if you like our show, you know, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud backslash, uh, right? Backslash? Or is it just slash? I don't know. Slash, just say slash. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash Dryspell Radio. We are on Twitter at Dryspell Radio, and you can email us. At dryspellradio at gmail.com. Um, Maybe Matt will get this one posted. So it won't I be will another lost episode. I hope. I hope. My problem is, is like, I've been working Wednesday evenings. Yeah. And Wednesday evening is when I do all this. I know. Um, because I work Thursday during the day. So I go and I post it uh, so like we can have it out on Thursday. But I don't know. I, I, I'm not making excuses. I should do better than I'm doing. I'm sorry. I mean, sorry. you are done with your summer school, so. That's true. You might have a little, because I kind of understand. Which I passed. Good. Um, I got, I had like a 79.4 in the class, and she bumped me up to a B minus. Nice. Nice. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I good. Yeah, we've got a couple yeah, weeks until school starts, so uh, we're just going to keep and doing this, I guess. So enjoy the last so bit of your summer. I mean, we are... Just about a month just away. A month I think five away. weeks now. Oh my God. That's so close. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're right. Um, so and we have a bachelor party this weekend. So we maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll come back with stories. I don't know. I hope. Yeah. Well, I mean. I, so I. I bought some new board games. Yeah. Card games and stuff. 
Um, I, I'm excited to try some of them. I'm excited to play some of them. Yeah, and I'll take up uh, Cosmic Encounters and Pandemic. I know, like, not everybody up there is a board gamer. We'll also uh, take Jackbox. I think most people, I mean, I don't know about Jacob at all, but I feel like most people besides Grant will be okay with it. Yeah, well, Grant's going to be the... Well, we can do we can do it Saturday night when he leaves. Okay, right. There's that. That's when all the fun will start. Yeah. So my, we're going to McCall. Beautiful, beautiful lake town up there. If I don't pass it on the beach at least once, it'll be a failed trip. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know we were doing that. I'm, um, I'm just saying. Okay. But anyways, that's it for us this week. Uh, thanks you guys uh, for listening or not. We will be back next week for sure. Bye.